Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Here's your host, Randy Tobler. What's well, a little bit after 8 o'clock. We hope to touch base with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, who was involved in what appears to be by a, a photographic evidence, uh, an altercation with protesters, pro-Hamas Palestinian protesters. Anti-Israel. Yeah. Anti-Israel. Um at uh, the APAC, AIPAC event. Jennifer Bukowski was there, witnessed uh, much of the goings-on, and herself was threatened and intimidated yesterday. Um, and uh, this was last evening in Jefferson City. Uh, a picture online, uh, which is very, very clear. Uh, I mean, Hannah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, as uh, reported here, that uh, Jay Ashcroft was had physical contact with a protester. We'll see what goes on with that uh, when we touch base with Jay and also talk to him about um, his office and a complaint uh, from Anthony Wilroth, who complained that Columbia uh, officials, uh, Mayor Buffalo and a couple of city council people at the recent meeting, misused public resources because they expressed an opinion. Uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft joins us now. And uh, Jay, uh, boy, you—I'm telling you, you're gonna—you're gonna have to get a black belt in uh, in karate here. First, it's <laughs> first you're swatted a few weeks ago, and now and now oh, you're involved goodness, in this yeah. protest. How you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, I was just trying to walk in the door to an event I'd been invited to, and they kind of collapsed on me. But things are fine. So the the pictures online show you walking in front of a sign that says "APEC event canceled due to complicity in genocide." Okay, well, and you're walking canceled. And it yeah. wasn't canceled. I know that was them holding up the sign. It's interesting. They all have masks on. COVID must be rampant down there in that city block around Jefferson City. Is that what's going on? I don't know. It's, uh, it's you know, it's really sad that this has come to Jefferson City. I mean, Jefferson City, even when they've had protests, they've been peaceful. Uh, and, um, you know, I wasn't yelling at them or anything. I was just trying to walk and get to the front door to where I'd been legally invited. And they just kind of collapsed around me and decided to push and shove me and I guess people are making a big deal about it. So there's this there's this picture with a couple of cell phones with protesters uh, taking a video, and there's a picture. It appears as though you uh, there's someone with their head in your up to the left part of your chest, and your head's back a little bit, and it looks like your left hand is around this person's head. What was going on in that moment? Um, I had. Uh, I was walking, let me see, I would have been walking west on the street, so I turned south to, to try to get into the door, and I was trying to get in the door, and someone that was kind of over my right shoulder or something started to get aggressive and physical with me and try to knock me to the ground, and I was trying to just defend myself from that. I mean, it's just silly that this is what happens in Jefferson City when I was just trying to walk in a door to a meeting. Yeah, I had... Uh... Jay, I was there last night, too, and I agree with you. I've seen protests in Jefferson City, but nothing to that level of vitriol with the bullhorns up in your ear with all the cameras in your face and accusing. I was accused of being a baby killer and blood on my covered in blood and all these things. And it was uh, quite something. Yeah. But not, they said not, they like not your normal like Jeff City too. night. <laughs> For, for people to yell at you, to at least... A I just called the B word uh, by megaphone. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but that's, it's when people physically uh, 
you know, when they attack you, that it, it goes beyond the bounds. And yeah, luckily sorry, I was not attacked. As I tried to get the door, that's when they collapsed on me and got physical with me. Uh, when you say, uh, Secretary, when they say they got physical with you, um, if you'd elaborate on that, and just in general, your thoughts on on uh, everything that happened. Um, as I t- was just walking up the sidewalk, sadly, I did not know about the back entrance, which would have made this a lot easier. Yeah, um, that's- <laughs> but I was just trying to get to the door, and as I would, you know, turn and was moving toward the door, people were just pushing me away from the door. Um, and I'm like, no, I'm trying to go this way, and I'm just trying to continue to, to move forward as people are pushing me away from that. And then as I get to the door, that one individual kind of came at me almost from behind my back, kind of over my shoulder, and uh, that, that was a little concerning that, they were, that, that, that he was being physical, and it seemed like he was either trying to knock me to the ground, or, or sh- you know, and I just I did not want to go down. That was, uh, that was didn't seem like a good idea to go down in, in a in a crowd like that. Yeah, you know, uh, Mayor Fitzwater was on with us uh, last hour, and and is confident that uh, you know I I assume that either this uh, assailant or or others because we have another report. Jennifer, you had you knew someone who said that they were Ron touched. Hicks, one of the yeah. organizers of the event. Some. Right protester grabbed him by the arm right. and the police arrested and i I, I got a little unhinged earlier in the program and i apologize for that to the audience but i i just um in in light of the the general air that americans see at least on the national news about sort of soft on crime prosecution um i'm i'm confident after talking to ron fitzwater and and the assembled here john brian uh, jennifer that uh, Locke thompson hopefully will be appropriately aggressive with this prosecution would you be in favor of that you know, I, I trust that Locke Thompson will enforce the law. And um, luckily, I I think he will, when people are, you know, just using their First Amendment rights, I think that will be protected, and that should be protected. But when uh, people get physical with individuals that are just <laughs> trying to walk down the, walk down the street or walk into a, a building that they've been invited to, that, that, that crosses the line. Well, after all, I mean, with uh, with the Black Lives Matters protests in uh, in twenty twenty, it but became. But CNN said those were mostly peaceful. Right, that's what I mean. It became clear that we've redefined what a peaceful protest is, right? So that's my concern, and let, I just I, I'm worried about a slippery slope, Jay, and and I hope that uh, I hope that we don't we don't go along with that trend here in mid Missouri. Now, on another note. Um, this uh, gentleman, Anthony Wilroth, uh, who is sort of an, an anti-police guy um, here in Columbia, Missouri, um, complained that during a recent city council meeting, uh, where I guess it's because of the, there is a recall uh, uh, issue coming up, a ballot issue for one of the councilmen, mm-hmm. uh, the mayor and a couple of others, uh, council people, just expressed their opinion that, I guess, you know, uh, on the matter. And Mr. Wilroth uh, filed a complaint with your office that this was yep. an un an unlawful uh, use of public funds. You have responded. Your office has responded. Please explain. Yeah, and looking upon the law and what was done, um, there, there was what the law says. There was no direct expenditure of public funds. And, of course, we also have to worry about free speech rights of the individual that are accused. And um, I understand that he was not happy about what happened, uh, but this is one of those cases where someone may do something you like, but that doesn't mean it's illegal. Okay. All right. So fair fair to say this case from your office's perspective is closed. Yes. Now, he could file a lawsuit or there are other avenues he could do, 
but within within our authority, um, we have to close it. Gotcha. All right, we're talking with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, who was involved in a physical altercation with a protester last evening um, uh, in Jefferson City at a APAC event that he was trying to attend. And uh, very, very interesting. John Marsh uh, with us this morning as well. John, your your thoughts and questions for Jay? Yeah, Jay, to get off topic a little bit, we haven't touched base with you to weigh in on the whole situation at the Capitol and the filibusters and the Freedom Caucus. I know you've passed few sessions. You keep a real close eye on on the session over there in this election year. What do you think is going to happen with it all? Well, the past few sessions, it's been really easy to get a close eye on what was getting passed because virtually nothing, nothing was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think what... In some respects, it's it's maybe too early to have a full understanding of everything because I think in some respects what matters is, at the end of the day, what gets passed and what doesn't. Do we actually move conservative policy that creates opportunities for people to, to live their lives more fully and to be the best they can be, or is it all talk? Um, historically, it seems like some of this stuff has been all talk. I tend to think maybe it's all talk right now, but let's give people the benefit of the doubt. If uh, you know, let's look. Let's look at what they're able to accomplish, and if they really do move the ball forward and help the people of Missouri, that's a different thing. Um, Jay, on a national matter, I mean, you're a Secretary of State. You've put out clear um, signals on this program and others. I've heard you talk about this whole issue of. Uh, the the throwing President Trump off of the ballot, of course, in Colorado, that's coming up to a Supreme yeah. Court case. Um, and now it's being reported that Ronna McDaniel has offered to leave her position after the South Carolina primary and also being reported that Michael Watley, who serves as general counsel, the RNC, has a strong relationship with Trump and apparently is a is a very big uh, election. You know, it was a rigged election sort of on the Trump MAGA team there. Um, that's his stance is is Trump's choice for the RNC. Uh, what would happen if that bubbled up again and that became a big issue? Would that in any way affect your thoughts on the, this whole matter? You know, I'm just going to follow the law and do my job. Um, I focus on Missouri. There were clearly problems with how other states ran their elections. Uh, but I believe that the people of the state elected me to make sure that their elections were run well, that they had accessibility, that they had security, and that they had credibility. We're going to continue to do that. I'm thankful that Missouri has gone from being ranked 10th in the country to being in the top three to how we run elections. And I believe the people, when given a, a fair opportunity, when the scales are balanced on the administration of elections, they do a good job. That's why I'll be in Washington, D.C. today and tomorrow at the United States Supreme Court with other secretaries of state fighting to make sure that the people decide not unelected bureaucrats removing candidates from the ballot. You mentioned that in the heritage rankings, Missouri does do very, very well um, as far as election integrity. Are there any issues of items of business that you'd like to see the General Assembly do to further you know, elevate that standing? <laughs> Oh, I always have ideas. You know, I'd love to see us uh, make our voter registrations expire uh, and set those in line with your with your driver's license mm. so that if you don't get your driver's license renewed because you die or you move out, then we're going to automatically clean you off the vo- voter rolls. But if you are here and you just keep renewing your driver's license, at least for a certain age, then you, you don't have to worry about it. It's not an inconvenience to you. I'd love to see us require proof of citizenship for individuals to register and for people 
to vote. I'd love to see us change our residency laws. So no matter how many properties you had, we all know there was one and only one place where you can register to vote. Simple stuff like making people register in their full legal name would help clean the voter rolls. There's a lot of stuff, but unfortunately it doesn't look like it's going to get through the Senate. It seems so common sense, though. <laughs> I mean, it seems like that should be a no-brainer. Uh, generally, common sense goes out the window when it's an election year, unfortunately. Uh, oh, that's frustrating as all get out. Well, hey, we're glad you're okay after the altercation last night. We're going to keep an eye on it and see if Mr. Thompson does bring those people accountable that assaulted you and others uh, from uh, from the thing last night. Hopefully, you can avoid being swatted or assaulted for the next several weeks. Knock on wood. That would be great. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us, Jay. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft on Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning. When we come back, it's a little time for some pre-market ringing Oh the Bells. Be back. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. The doctor is in. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I hear the bell. It's 825. And before the markets open, Jennifer, it looks like all of the indices are up. Uh, The Dow, S&P, NASDAQ uh, up on some fresh quarterly results, most of which are good. Apple is showing great revenue because of your purchase. You guys bought an Apple goggles. Our family has been definitely helping Apple do well as a company for a number of years yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and in case you missed it earlier, we uh, uh, Jennifer was was actually had the app. What's it called? Apple goggle? Is that what's it called? It's like Apple Vision Pro, but it's yeah. being informally called the Apple goggles. And she was sort of like doing a computer. You were seeing your computer screen in the goggles, right? Yeah, you can see that, but you can also see the world around you. It's amazing. It's like augmented reality. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Um, so it reminded me of Jordy in the old Star Trek. Had that little visor on, you know, had that thing. Either that or you're going That skiing. thing would be more comfortable. These are heavy. The battery life are isn't they? great, but it is the future, and I'm excited and ready for it. So the oil prices are up a little bit. U.S. crude production is seen as growing more slowly this year. We've actually had very astounding production. It was reported in December. Um, but the global markets, as the economy recovers, has, uh, has wanted more. And in another, uh, in another bit of news, um, Yum! Brands reported quarterly earnings and revenues that are uh, down. They missed analyst expectation. What is Yum? Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. John, you frequent those frequently, right? Every day. Every no? day. Yeah. <laughs> Without fail. And they're the third global restaurant giant to report disappointing revenue after Starbucks and McDonald's both missed Wall Street's expectations. So a lot going on there. Well, and their it, price points have gotten so high with so many yeah, of the changes. Yeah, it's expensive right. to go yeah. through, and people yeah. don't have as much money to do it. They're probably cooking more at home and eating a lot more and, and cheaper and stuff. Hannah... Hannah pointed out a very interesting story. Pizza Hut, in case you want to end your romantic relationship that's gone south, um, you can go to Pizza I, I wonder if the area Pizza Hut, Mid-Missouri Pizza Hut. Goodbye Hut's, Pie. You can get a Goodbye Pie. And Hannah, what is the Goodbye Pie? Uh, they basically will send a pizza to your, I guess, ex-lover. Soon-to-be-jilted yeah, soon lover. Yes, soon-to-be-jilted lover. 
Um, they're doing a hot honey pepperoni. <laughs> Why would they pizza? call it hot honey? Well, Spicy the, news delivered sweetly. They yes. say <laughs> this is a brilliant PR stunt by them. Because oh here goodness. we are talking about them, giving them free advertising. <laughs> and the the lid of the cardboard box that the pizza comes in, it says goodbye pie. The heart-shaped pizza has a crack down the middle of it. <laughs> and it says, with love, and then in a spot to write your name. Oh, my goodness. So, I don't know if I'd want to be the, the DoorDash guy. Get punched no. in the nose when <laughs> you Talk about assault at the protest, huh? With crispy cupped pepperonis and a drizzle of habanero-infused honey sauce, hot honey double pepperoni pizza is spicy, sweet, and savory, the company says on its website. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of the worst ways to break up with someone. They're going to create a new holiday where you're supposed to buy your ex's presents. That's true. That's the next thing that we're going to see here. (laughs) They just make up more and more reasons for people to spend money. I guess instead of ghosting your soon-to-be ex-lover... This is what you do. A hot honey goodbye pizza pie. I think they have it figured out if they're not picking... I guess instead of picking them up for the date, they send a pizza and be like, no, that's over. Here's your dinner. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, it's real classy. But it's a PR stunt. No one's going to... We'll see if people do that. We'll have to keep an eye on that. If any of you know, work at a pizza hut, know it's someone who does or drives for a delivery service, I'd be interested if there if the tip... If anyone does this, yeah, yeah And if there's sure. a tip, first of all, does anyone do it? And secondly, does the tip go probably way down, I would think. I think there'd be zero tip if yeah, you delivered me. Wrecking your tip big time. Yeah, wow. Well, you tip with the app, so that's already done. Well, thanks, well, Randy, for having me in. Hey, I thanks, a Jennifer early. Mikowski in today, and we, uh, we thank you. You're going to have to run, but we'll catch you another time. Thank Definitely. you for being in. Appreciate it. Jennifer Mikowski, who is safe after her own little brush up with a lot of name calling last night at that APEC event. Oh, when we come back, we've got a little Comedy Central and it's not starring a comedian. You'll have to find out when we come back on Wake Up in Missouri. Telling you what you want to hear since 2015. This is Wake Up in Missouri. Welcome back to the program. Stephanie Bell out this week. She'll be back next week. Uh, she is on assignment and will give us a full report of what she found out across the pond. John Morse there in Jefferson City. How you doing, buddy? Better than the mayor and Jay Ashcroft. Gee, man, I'm telling you. there were That's there's... scary, man. It may have been the heart of a big protest like that, and I've been in a few over the years. It ain't no fun. Well, and now that it just seems as though there's a more permissive atmosphere among people who aren't happy with one thing or another or one person or another, and they feel that somehow they have the right to, you know, to somehow assault and get physical with people. I don't care. Well, Kyle, remember, it's not that long ago, the Black Lives Matter protests. How yeah. about the, the you know public buildings burning to the ground yes. in Minneapolis and yeah. Portland and you name it? And that's why I went off in the first hour. I I I don't know what I, what happened, but when I just thought about this and about here here Jennifer, who's she's not a tall woman, and she certainly can hold her own, but she's a she's a, a relatively yeah. petite woman. And you know, in the middle well, I hope of this, she was packing your shield. I hope so. Too. I mean, and, and, and here's the problem: if if someone were to defend themselves with that kind of force you know who'd be the bad person that'd be no for in, sure in this for media sure. environment right it'd be the person defending themselves i mean I, I don't know you just see that happen too often here's here's the other thing we have to keep in mind um john and, and randy is if those were MAGA, make america great uh, mm-hmm. 
Trump Bible thumping, you know, these gun toting, Bible thumping, you know, people, this, yeah. the, the stuff that you hear, you, you hear waving, don't tread on me flags. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Would would the coverage of it be any any different? Mm. Would it? I, mm. I just asked that to the listeners. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Well, um, and I think and, that, and, and here's the thing: the the mayor said it best. Yeah. If if you got to have the right to do it, they have the right to protest. There's no doubt, but uh, we were unaware of any physical until she mentioned ron hicks and uh sounds like they touched ashcroft somebody touched ashcroft as well it, you know. it was more than a touch yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. ashcroft yeah, yeah. Jay, Jay ashcroft described it as he was trying to take me down yeah that's that's wow. that's and i just i asked jen where, where you know the police i just the the police and she thought they had enough uh presence there but I'm not so sure if, if the Secretary of State was almost taken to the ground. We've seen these things get out of hand, no matter. I mean, look, the, the Capitol Police were overwhelmed on January 6th uh, on a the much US larger Capitol. scale, right? Yeah. The U.S. Capitol. So it doesn't take much. And uh, and I'd like you say, these days, the police, are. it seems like they're on the defensive in terms of their, when they do what is ultimately usually proven to be the right thing by policy, it, it always looks, it can look um, ugly on, on tape, you know what I mean? And so then the media piles on, we've seen the defund the police movement, and I mentioned Anthony Wilroth, the guy who is anti-police, he's just clearly anti-police, and he tries to pick some petty dispute about public misuse of funds, and I'm glad Jay Ashcroft's use, you know, office said, you gotta be kidding me, they expressed an opinion. And, That's called free speech. And what he said in this, this is just a fascinating, fascinating uh, argument. The argument is the dais itself. And I'd never heard that before, that the speaking from the dais, that would be considered, according to Will Roth, um, it basically public funds because it is at a council meeting. Secretary Ashcroft says there was no direct expenditure of public yeah. funds. He says there's free speech. <clears throat> He's closed the case. And that's why I, pinned, I, I tried to press and said, is it closed? Yes, it's closed. Of course, Will Roth could pursue a lawsuit, but the Secretary of State is has closed the uh, the case. Uh, and you know what? I, I think of it in terms of, is there an additional expense beyond the... There's no extraordinary expense there, right? It's not like they they uh, they printed a hundred flyers and distributed them or anything. They were pretty brief comments, uh, more or less what they were... You know, Mike has written about it, so have I. I mean, basically, the, the because the, the petitions were submitted... The council pretty much had to, well, there's no pretty much, they had to certify the recall election. And they did. And they, and they have. It's going to go to a recall in April. Either Knoth will be recalled or he'll, be, he'll continue, continue to have a seat. Several council members said they had to vote for it, but they expressed disappointment. Clearly didn't, didn't agree with the recall right. effort on that. Um, very quick point. We had a guy call in Friday, and I had to rec- I had to get in for the nine o'clock news very quickly about the the roll carts because I've, I, I you asked me to sum it up, and it was yeah. impossible to sum up. The guy called in at the end of the show on Friday, and he said that he's very mad about roll carts. I'm paraphrasing, but they ignored the will of the voters. And you said, is that true or not? And and here's the deal: yes and no. And it's one of those I've, I have to explain it very quickly. It won't take long. And this is why it gets confusing. Yes, we did have an election on roll carts. The caller is absolutely correct. And we had an election on roll carts in 2015. The voters of Columbia voted down roll carts. That is a fact. As Casey Stingle said, look it up, folks. We've reported on that. However, a couple of years ago, there was a petition effort led by now Councilwoman Rachel Prophet, interim councilperson for essentially is what she is because she's not running. Um, she was appointed to the seat temporarily. She led as a private citizen the effort to repeal that. Mm-hmm. She had enough signatures to get it. 
And the way the charter works is the council had two options. Number one, they could either just outright repeal the the ban on on the roll carts, or they could put it to a public vote. So that's why it gets confusing. But yes, the I think what the caller was trying to say, and he didn't say it quite frankly that like this, but I think what he was trying to say is they should have put it back on the ballot, right. and they could have, but then they decided unanimously because they had enough petitions. But uh, we've received several emails from people that are livid livid that we have roll carts right now in Colombia, and then we've also had the story this morning people are putting them out on the curb with the trash in them they're not supposed to do that until march the 4th so it's just um, it has been a confusing process people are still confused and listeners are telling me they're confused i had one listener that said that he was under the understanding that his bill didn't have uh didn't say anything about march 4th now my bill did but i you know this caller said this listener yeah. said it, it didn't but People have put it out there. So just just letting people know that. Um, take a deep breath, everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, Brian, you have an event you want to I think talk we about? should Yeah, positive thing. It's coming up today. John and I have reported on it. It's a pretty, pretty basic event, but it's just such a, a great job. Uh, with all the all the mess that we have going on all all over and bad weather and everything else, it's nice to have a, an event like this. It's a ham and bean event, and I know you guys have talked about it on the show. The Lions Club, they're going to have a lunch at the Salinger Center at St. Peter. That will start at 11. Then they're back for, I believe it's 11 to 2, and then they're back for dinner uh, coming up this evening from 4 to 6.30. It's curbside. You can come in and eat it, or you can do a drive through It's at the Salinger Center. Basically, folks, it's right down the hill from the Capitol, right next to St. Peter Historic Church, and it's a great event. The Lions Club do a wonderful job. I mean, they're involved in basically everything they are going to make in here. They plow right back into the community, and they do a great job. John and I have been to this event many years. They do chili, too, so it's it's a fun event. Chili, ham, beans, John, and they have hot dogs. And I'm thinking of Marvin Register right now. Marvin Register. Our old buddy Marvin. The late Marvin Register, longtime KWS listener. Mm -hmm. He would be there every year. He passed away a couple of years ago, but I'm yeah, thinking former former Cole County clerk and yes. also used to work at the radio station in our marketing <laughs> yes, department. He did. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I can hear his voice right now in my head. But man, I, I know if Marvin were alive, he'd be there right now. But it's a great cause and they help people. So if you can can get out there, enjoy it. And I think you'll probably see a lot of lawmakers on both sides of the aisle at this one. We are very blessed at KWS and at 93.9 The Eagle to have uh, John and Brian as our uh, news guys because they tell it the way it is. They don't embellish the truth. They separate opinion from news. Oh, that our national news reporters would do the same. But I'm looking for a little fact check, gentlemen. Sure. I was wondering, because you guys are the fact checkers. We Can you tell best. me if what President Biden said was true or not? People have pled guilty. You know, right, right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. And it was in, it was in the south of England. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, why, why, how, how long are you back for? So this was at a, this is our president who said that he was talking to President Mitterrand at at a G7 meeting while he was president. It, who's was president? Is President Mitterrand the president of France? 
President Mitterrand died in 1996. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had to be. Th- he meant Macron. I'm thinking he meant Macron. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, li- he's he's with it. He's it was, eligible. It was a little hard to. Uh, and the audio's not all that no, good not, either. Well, here's another one um, where I'm just wondering. And again, I'm, we're having some fun with President Biden because you know what? There comes a point when you're a public figure, you're clearly impaired, and you don't acknowledge it and have the self awareness or listen to others around you. That I think. At one point, I'm conflicted. I don't want to make fun of the man. But at the other hand, um, I think you expose yourself for ridicule when you should know better. Here's uh, yesterday uh, or the day before uh, yesterday when he was talking about the border bill. And then he was asked a question about the Hamas uh, uh, Israeli. There's apparently some negotiations going on about a proposed ceasefire for four and a half months and a release of I, I heard. Mm. Hundreds, if not thousands, of Palestinian uh, terrorist prisoners uh, in return for return for the hostage release uh, from Gaza. And here's what he said. Again, another confusing and really troubling moment. There is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the. Uh, There's been a response from the opposition, but um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. You guys have followed politicians. I've watched for years, and I think we all have a reasonable amount of leeway for people who, who speak professionally. I mean, Hannah's very forgiving of the gaffes that I make, uh, not once a day, not once an hour, but once every segment. Uh, but I think would most would maintain I'm not demented yet. I, I think we have at this Scatter-brained, point... Scatterbrained, yes. Okay. Demented, a lot, no. Busy mind. It's a busy mind. Busy uh-huh. mind. Don't you think in all the times that you've covered politicians, have you seen consistent behavior that seems to be this incapable of of elocution of normal speaking normal speech from politicians what i mean do you ever recall anyone even when ronald reagan late in his term they said at that time he may have had early dementia looking back i don't recall this kind of disconnected communication brian no, I and again, those are sound bites you don't really hear on the national news much. They they keep them shorter and stuff. So I've not heard that particular clip clip that you played. Um, Reagan did have have well, we believe based on um, and I've been to his library. Mm-hmm. He may have had the early dementia towards the end of his uh, his his second term. Uh, I, but I don't I don't remember that. Now I'm not saying that he didn't do it. If, if maybe he did talk that way and they didn't play it, I, I'm just saying I don't. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember that. John, do you? Well, you, you talk about Ronald Reagan. I think it was the '90s when he, you know, he even publicized yeah. his uh, Alzheimer's diagnosis. He yeah. did, and he, of course, he passed away in 2004. Yeah, and yesterday was his birthday. Yeah. He would have been 113 That's years right. old. Yeah. All right. Well, I just uh, and then well, I've got one when we come back for leftovers, which isn't so funny as much as a unbelievable delusion. So we'll we'll wrap up some leftovers when we come back here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri. 
Watch the gang on our Facebook or YouTube channel. Find us at Wake Up Mid Missouri. Here's a big old serving of leftovers. Enjoy. All right, it's time of the show when we do the leftovers because there's always a lot left over because we get involved in things we never counted on. If you hadn't heard this show or seen it, you probably should uh, watch the recap on our Facebook page on Wake Up Mid Missouri because, uh, shall we say, producer Hannah, it was frisky? It was no, lively? No, I don't like frisky. No. John spirited? What would be the best word for today's show? Yeah, I think spirited, spirited works. Yeah. yeah. That's much better than frisky. Feisty. Okay, feisty, feisty, yes. Yeah. Frisky, no. Frisky is what happens if you're not frisky, you get a goodbye pie from, from right. Pizza Hut. Is that right? <laughs> oh, or it's what you feed the cat. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, uh, you caught Drake. Ugh. You caught Drake in some kind of a. Unfortunately. Unfortunate circumstance. Yeah. Who is Drake, for those who don't know? He's a rapper. Well, not everyone knows all the rappers. Oh, well. For all I know, a rapper is what you take out of your hard candy when you're having a cough. So. Well, he's he's pretty well known, <laughs> at least amongst millennials yeah. and younger. Um, but he was trending on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> you know, Twitter has the little trending page where it tells mm-hmm. you the topics that people are talking about. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, that's interesting. You know, I didn't know that he'd released any music or anything. So I click on the Twitter thread. Wish I hadn't. Oh, um, no. Someone leaked a video of Drake uh, laying in a bed and uh, pleasuring himself, oh. I guess would be the best way yeah, to say no. it. We're descending. We're descending into the depths of... And... Getting, getting frisky now, aren't uh, we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, the video was on Twitter. Uh, and it was one of those, I didn't know what I was watching until it was too late. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so wow. that was not fun. Uh, but yeah, trying to figure out who leaked that video of him, because I have a feeling he probably didn't want the whole world to oh, see that. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. John, have you heard about the uh, the flip phone February challenge? I have not. Apparently, um there is a new challenge where people trade their smartphones for the simpler throwback form of communication. Uh, now, the other day you shared with me that you had a, a problem with your carrier and you needed a patch. And so we were briefly out of uh, cell phone communication when yeah, you and I were Exactly. But the, the carrier helped me out and emailed me the patch and we were good. And uh, Randy was panicking. Makes me think about Randy <laughs> never panics. Uh, Randy. It, 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 um, it makes me think of the times when you do forget your phone if you forget your especially your smartphone do you know how anxiety producing that can be oh man i feel lost without it but if it's a planned sabbatical from your phone sometimes that can be very healthy i did that on saturday on sunday uh, starting with church and then for the next oh five six seven hours i just put the phone in another room i just forget about it you know one of those initially a little anxiety but then all was good until I realized that some a patient had contacted me through the it wasn't anything that urgent, but I try to get right back on on uh, you know patient uh, texts, and I had missed one. It wasn't anything. It was just a little update on something. Yeah, you know. I would say 
I'm just thinking personally, saying, boy, this guy, a, a career physician who walks away from staying in touch. Wow. Yeah. But I did it because I was getting, I found myself getting in this frenzy uh, Friday, Saturday about like, okay, we have, okay, we've got a show coming up next week. Got five shows coming up. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Uh, and I realized I was out on Monday, which actually gave me that. I thought, okay, I don't have to know everything about everything going on or anything about something going on. I thought, oh, okay. John, anything left for you? Boy, well, the bond issue failed yeah. in Ashland by 21 votes. And it was a no-tax increase bond issue. What is that all about? We'll have to Stay ask Stephanie tuned. about that next yeah. week when she comes back. All right. Well, for John, for producer Hannah, for news guy Brian Houseworth, I'm Randy Tolbert. Thanks for being with us. Gary Nolan and Brian Hansen coming up. Listen. Listen.